Welcome to Self-Talk with Dr. Ray Self, the place where you can get real answers to tough questions. Jesus promised you abundant life, but poor choices and dark forces stand in your way. It is time to learn how to overcome the obstacles that keep you out of your promised land. Knowledge of God will pave the path for you to walk in His blessing. Hello, I'm Dr. Ray Self, and welcome to another episode of Self Talk. Today's show is brought to you again by the International College of Ministry, a Holy Spirit-filled online seminary just waiting for you. Go to icmcollege.org today. I want to continue my discussion about hindering spirits. Hindering spirits, as I was talking on the last show, are demons that try to hinder you from your purpose. They have a lot of weapons that they use, but the whole point of this is that God had a plan for you before you were born, like he said to Jeremiah. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be satisfied. You're not going to be successful until you get into your purpose. That's just the way it is. There's so many people that are living frustrated lives, constantly never measuring up, never having enough, is always looking for that carrot on the end of the stick. I was one of those people, until you find your purpose and get into it, you're not going to be happy, not, not not really fulfilled. You'll have a measure of happiness, but it's just not the abundant life that Jesus called you to. I call it your promised land. Please check out my book that I wrote, Redeeming Your Past, Finding Your Promised Land. It goes into a lot of details. I tell you my story. I tell you how God helped me to get back on track. I didn't answer my call completely until I was 45 years old. I worked in the corporate world as a businessman. I've talked about my story many times. I was pretty successful, had a lot of stuff, had a lot of cars and boats and houses and trips and all kinds of uh, stuff, but it wasn't wasn't enough. It was never enough. So I, I tried and I tried and I tried and never could get there. But I want to talk to you about today. These hindering spirits unfortunately come through people close to us. They come through well-meaning friends, family. It could be your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, a teacher, a coach. Now, listen, I'm not speaking condemnation on these people. Most people, when they're, they're cooperating or being used by a hindering spirit, they don't know they're being used by it, but they will. And I want to say something to you that's very, very important. You parents out there. It's very dangerous to ask a child, especially let's say a 17, 18, 19 year old, what do you want to do? What is it you want to do? That's just not a great question because kids and young people want to do all kinds of stuff. And most of the stuff they want to do has nothing to do with their purpose. It's just what what they like or what they enjoy. But what happens is when you focus on what you want, what you desire. It's all about you, not about God. And ultimately, it's just going to lead to a lot of frustration. The question to ask is, what is the calling of God on your child's life? This is what you need to discern. This is what you need to figure out. Help your child to become what God created him to become. There's where peace and happiness and fulfillment is. The mistake we make so many times is, We want our kids to be made in our image. This is what I did, so this is what you should do. This is what I think what would be best for you because this worked for me. But you have no idea. Your child can have different gifts, different talents, different skills that God built into them that has to do with their call and their purpose. 
you know, again, in Jeremiah chapter one, before he said to Jeremiah, the Lord, before you're in your mama's womb, I knew you and I ordained you. Well, that principle is true for all of us. Our children, before they were born, God had a plan for their life. He had a plan for your life. You adults listening to me, there's a plan for your life. And this is what the hindering spirits do is they fight that plan. They don't care about you. They care about God's plan. They fight God by resisting God's plan, working through you. And the good thing is when you're in your plan, I like to call it your promised land, that's when you find peace and happiness and fulfillment. I know I sound like a broken record, but you know, sometimes faith comes by hearing. <laughs> okay, how many times have you heard the gospel? And every time I hear it, my faith just goes up a little bit higher. But your plan, your purpose, your destiny, your call, your vision from God, that's where you'll find peace, happiness, success. Listen, folks, I've had times where I had a lot of money, a lot of possessions, the clothes, the all the trappings, the trips. I remember my meetings in Vegas and uh, the Bahamas and uh, you know all the, the gold credit cards and the Cadillacs and the, the big boats and all this kind of stuff. I had all this stuff, okay? But I wasn't ever really happy. I was always that square peg in a round hole. I couldn't find it. I mean, I, but I searched and I searched and I searched and I searched. And I kept, see, the trap that I was in, I kept thinking, well, if I could just be more successful, if I could make more money, open up a new business, get, get a promotion, all these things that led, led to nothing. It was a, there was a goal I couldn't reach. And it's so sad because it wasn't what God created me to do. I had been hindered by hindering spirits. There were spirits that hindered me that were working through people that I love. And I, and I fell into it. I mean, it's my fault. It's not their fault. So what Satan does is he'll use people close to you to speak to your life. And, and when they speak, these people, you know, they, you know, they love you. They, they think they're giving you sound advice, but they're, they're speaking for what they think is best for you. The question for me, and even for my kids, they're, they're grown now. It's not what I think they need to do. It's what God has called them to do. So let me go back to the kid thing, the, the young person, maybe you're in college or coming out of college. The question of well, what do you want to do is a very dangerous question. Listen, folks, you may, you, you've heard me talk about this, but when I was in college, if you asked me, well, Ray, what do you want to do? I'm thinking, wow, man, far out. I want to play guitar like Jimi Hendrix and just be a rock and roller. Come on. I mean, you know, I had all kinds of ideas. Most of them were not from God. These are things I wanted to do. I was called into the ministry. That's where my peace and happiness and success was waiting for me. But I had all kinds of desires. And these young people have all kinds of desires, things that they want to do, and it's not going to work. When a young person's desire equals God's desire, and their desire is God's desire, that's where they're really going to find their place. That's where they're going to find their happiness. That's where they're going to find success. See, God's not an enabler, and he's not going to enable, enable one of his children to be wildly successful doing something he didn't create them to do. They'll get a moderate success, but they're going to be like me. No matter what you do, there's this little uneasiness, like there's just got to be more. I, 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 I'm doing what I want to do, but why am I not feeling fulfilled here? Because you have to do what you're created to do. The question again, parents, looking at your children, Try to determine the gifts and callings of God within your kid. Don't try to mold them into your image. 
help them mold into the image God created them to be. But back to hindering spirits. Sometimes it's the people that love us and are well-meaning and you know they have ideas for us and they have wisdom and they think this is what you ought to do. This is what you should do. This is what you need to do. And in a way, they're kind of becoming controlling. Now, I've said this before, hear me carefully. The words need, ought, and should are controlling words. They're controlling words. I heard a lady once in a counseling session, she said, I, I, I used to pray that God would take those words out of the English language. You need to, you ought to, you should. It's not a question of what you need, ought, and should do. It's a question of what God has called you to do, what God wants you to do. When I'm talking to another person, I may say very clearly, in your situation, this is what I would do, but I'm going to give them the freedom to choose. This is what I recommend. That's fine. This is what I believe God is saying to you. This is what I think the Bible says over this situation. This is what I think God's will is for you, but I'm giving them freedom to choose. But when I start going, you need to, you ought to, you should. See, I'm kind of imposing myself upon them and I'm imposing my will instead of giving them, giving them the freedom to choose what God has called them to do. But these hindering spirits, what about these old hindering spirits? Demons are at work coming against you. I talk in my notes and I've talked a lot about schemes, not to be ignorant of his schemes. Paul said that. Um, and also several times in Ephesians and in Corinthians, schemes to the enemy, there's plans against you. And how do you know what's hindering you? Well, with me, for giving example of me, and I hope this will relate to you. My entire life growing up, I remember as a young man, as a teenager, as a young adult, I struggled with this feeling of, I really don't matter as much as other people. I don't quite measure up. I'm not that important. Um, I struggled with that feeling over and over again. And it seems like I would get people who would reinforce that message to me over and over and over again. And after I, I, I get some knowledge, I realize, wait a minute, that's a scheme against me because the devil knew if he could convince me continually that I don't matter and attack my worthiness and my identity, I would never fulfill my call. But typical schemes are, some people struggle with fear their entire life. Rejection, I, I know people that are like rejection looking for a place to happen. Maybe it's um, uh, unworthiness, I, I'm not lovable. And the big number one, I mentioned this again, and I will keep saying this, the number one scheme if you're a Christian and you're a leader, the number one scheme that you will have to fight is illegitimacy. Illegitimacy. Do you really measure up? Are you up to this? Are you really important? Are you really valuable? It's a question. It's always a question. It's a question. Remember I said in the last episode, Satan asked Jesus, are you the son of God? If you are the son of God. Wanting him to question. See, God doesn't use questions. God uses absolutes. And so illegitimacy is this thing that causes you to question your worth. And I, un, sadly, I see this scheme operating in the body of Christ over and over and over again, where people have to prove. They, they people seek titles, and they seek position, and they seek fame. Even in Christianity, we've got this thing going on where it's like Hollywood. There are Christian stars and 
Christian famous people and people want to be famous. They want to be a star and they want to have a name. You know what the root of that is? It's illegitimacy because you see, when you know who you are and you're confident that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and you know that you're the one and only you in the entire universe and you're unique and you're special and you're not like anybody else. You're not better. You're not worse. You're the only you there is. And God created you very special. You don't have to see then you don't get into this performance thing where you have to constantly prove yourself and earn your value. That's the world system. You have to earn your value. The world system says some people are more important than others. Some people are more valuable than others. Some people matter more than others. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what we, what we, the people that we put more value on athletes, movie stars, politicians, give me a break. They're not more valuable than you. God's no respecter of persons. God doesn't see it that way. He sees people doing different functions, but he doesn't see people above and beneath, people some greater, some less. God doesn't work that way. And when you get that in your head, you get that in your head, it's going to help you fulfill your call, get into your promised land, the place and the place God created you to be, doing what you're created to do. This is what it's about, folks. You know, the world system is completely opposite. You are as valuable as anybody on the planet. Anybody. I don't care how famous they are. They're no more valuable than you are. Now, the world may honor and respect and, and worship some people more than you. That's the world. That's the world being the world. They're under the prince of darkness. That's them. But in the eyes of God, you are special. You're the one and only you in the universe. Nobody greater, nobody less, because you are you. And you've got to be who you've called to be and fulfill your call. These hindering spirits don't want you to know who you are. They don't want you to know you're valuable. They don't want you to do what you're created to do. They do not want you to find peace. They do not want you to find happiness. And most of all, they do not want God's plan working through you. That's why we have to fight it. We have to fight it. I looked at in the notes. I talked about, you know, what do you do? Well, if you've got any demonic doorways in your life, shut them. How do you shut a demonic doorway? You say, Lord, forgive me for doing whatever you fill in the blank. Lord, forgive me for acting, fill in the blank. Lord, I, I, I did this. Please forgive me. Confess your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive you. Okay. What's a demonic doorway? Well, I mentioned some in the notes. There's some that are obviously demonic doorways, but you can pray. The Holy Spirit will show you, Lord, is there any demonic area in my life that I need to shut the door? I need to confess and shut the door. A big one is word curses. So many times people receive word curses over their life. I remember when I was a teenager, I was playing in a, a basketball game and the coach, I heard the coach speak to um, another player and he said, ah, Ray, he's clumsy. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. And it just hurt me and it crushed me. And I never felt like I measured up. Like I wasn't as skilled as the other people in the team because I was clumsy. Actually, it wasn't true. I just made a little mistake. I was actually a good basketball player, but I never thought I was good. But looking back, I was good. You see, word curses affect our identity. And when our identity is affected, we don't accomplish. 
Um, word curses can be things like you're a failure, you don't measure up, or you'll you'll never um, amount to anything. As a matter of fact, quick story, I got a really good friend of mine who ended up homeless for seven years. And while he was homeless, he received uh, salvation and the Holy Spirit began to talk to him and he said, uh, the reason you're on the street is because you're under a curse. And he asked the Lord, what was the curse? His father had spoken over him when he was a young man. And his father had said to him, you will never amount to anything. And this friend of mine lived under that curse for seven years before he realized what it was. And that curse actually allowed him, or because of that curse, he became a homeless man walking the streets of Orlando, Florida, until he broke that curse in the name of Jesus Christ. You break curses by, you renounce any sin. You say, Lord, forgive me for receiving any word curses against my life. I rebuke every word spoken over me that was not from you. Lord, forgive me for any words I've spoken over myself that were not for you. I renounce and rebuke any word curses over my life. Lord, forgive me for any, for my sins. Lord, forgive me for any door I have opened. I, I rebuke and renounce every hindering spirit coming against me now by the name and the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. Get out, get away. Folks, you may not want to do spiritual warfare, but you're in a fight. You may not want to be in a fight, but you're in a fight. You may not want to be in a battle, but you're in a battle. So here's my bottom line here. Don't be ignorant of Satan's schemes against you. You can see that it's a scheme because it happens over and over and over and over and over again. Renounce the scheme. Refuse to receive the scheme. Ask forgiveness for any known sin or any doorway you've opened up. And then start rebuking these demons. Take authority. Rebuke them. Don't allow them to hinder you, regardless of where they come from. Forgive people who hurt you. Forgive people who spoke against you. Forgive the naysayers. Move on. Find your peace, your happiness. Do the thing God created you to do. There's where you're going to be successful, happiness, peaceful, and God's going to rejoice. You're going to rejoice. It's all going to be good. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone listening to me. I pray that my words have had an impact on them in the name of Jesus Christ for your glory, Father. Amen. Hey, check out my books, Redeeming Your Past, Finding Your Promised Land, and also Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, both on Amazon. Listen, if you want to get a college degree, get equipped for your call. Go to icmcollege.org and enroll, please. would love to have you. Love to have you. God bless you. This is Dr. Ray Self. This has been Self Talk. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps our show reach more people and spread the gospel. You can purchase Dr. Self's latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com. Please visit Dr. Self's webpage at icmcollege.org for more information and free downloads.